0: Centering yourself in the goodness of God. Uh, that's something that I've learned to do um, that I now have decided will be called a two minute eagle flight. It first was a, a five minute power punch, but that's more, that's more for the guys. So then I decided two minute eagle flight is nicely balanced for everybody. So, and five minutes sometimes make me not want to do it because it's too long. So, you can continue, but I, th- I think this is well balanced now. Um, I'm going to run through some scriptures that I was sharing on about a year ago as well, and that sermon series made a great, great impact on my life—a life-saving impact on my life—and um, a lot of it has become practice. In my life, and I want to share of that. Thank you, Nadia, um, for directing the fan towards me. That helps. Always thought you were a great fan. Um, Psalm, Psalm thirty-seven, verse eight. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. What is another word for fret? Fear, anxious, worry. Yes, you've got it. Don't fret. I could have said, do not be anxious. Do not be afraid, Joshua. But do not be anxious. It leads, what does it say? It leads only to evil. Now, we get... We get anxious when we think the thing is, is, is worthy of our anxiety. And because there is a thing, I have to get anxious. So, Daniel would say, he doesn't understand what these words mean yet, but we would say he has to go to sleep now. And then he would say something like, you are making me confused now. or you are, He says, you make me feel random. That's one of his, I don't know what that means, but we often make him feel random. Now, and then I tell him, no, no. You've got control over your own soul. I don't make you feel random. You feel random. That's the difference, okay? Your response to what I've done is you feeling random, not I make you feel random. And sometimes things happen to us and we think... I, I have to be anxious because the mic stopped working. Um, <clears throat> Yet, the, there's a spiritual principle here. It's, it feels to me, it's become to me like you're sowing and reaping. You know, if you sow, you'll reap. That's how it works. And the same thing here if we add anxiety to an issue, we double the evil. And now we have to sort out double the evil while feeling bad about it because we're anxious. Okay? You're adding more evil to the stress, so you're making a bad thing worse by being anxious about it. And God commands us to stop it. But a few times in Scripture, He says, do not, which isn't a suggestion. It's a command. So it means you can. So, if we fret about things, we're anxious, it's like throwing petrol on your house while it's burning and saying, oh my, is burning. And then you throw more petrol on and say, oh, somebody help me. But, so, I mean, some of you have never thought of it in this way, but it's helpful to think of it in this way, that your fretting makes only evil. It doesn't say, oh, it's not helpful for you. It leads to evil. That's a strong statement. Nothing is worthy of being anxious for, because scripture says, be anxious for, Nothing, and I think there's nothing excluded from nothing. Um, that's the way I understand it. And to make it even worse, it's to worry is a sinful state. Now, we do sometimes, as any temptation, we receive it, we become anxious, but then we need to do something with that anxiety um, in order for it to not be a continual sin in our lives that affects us. Um, so, do not boast about the fact that you are stressed or think it's natural, but you must, you, you must, we must fight it as you would fight a tendency to watch pornography or a tendency to drink too much. It's the, it's, it's the same destructive force. I mean, most people die of this, don't they? Most people's sicknesses are stress-induced. So, it's evil, isn't it? The enemy comes to still kill, and destroy. And Scripture can summarize things like that in a one-liner like this. It's just incredible. So what do we do? <clears throat> because we've got promises, like in Isaiah 26, verse 3, that says that you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Now, Isaiah 26 is a pray song about how it would be in the new, how it would be when Israel is is, uh, is in a good place. And one of the things it says is you, you keep him in perfect peace his mind, he stayed on you. Perfect peace. That's crazy. Now I've spoken about this guy before, but Brother Lawrence, who wrote The Practice of the Presence of God, was a very clumsy and awkward fellow, Um, and he was a cook in the monastery. That's all he could really do, but he hated his job. Not hate, that's a strong word. He didn't have any affinity towards it, as they would say. He didn't find pleasure from it, yet that man, you can read his book, found a treasure in God, in being in a continual conversation with God, having his mind set on him in such a way that he would, while washing the dishes, he would burst out with joy in the most inappropriate of ways. And oftentimes he has to just keep himself within himself to not burst out in inappropriate ways because of the joy that he's experiencing in the presence of God while he's doing a job that he doesn't like. And so job satisfaction... And his enjoyment of life was completely separated from each other. He had full enjoyment of his life, even though he didn't enjoy his job at all. Western in mind. Um, he keeps him in perfect peace. His mind is standing in you. That's the key. Not finding the dream job. I'm not speaking about finding jobs now, but I learned that from him. Perfect peace. There's the there 1 Thessalonians 5:16 to 18 and I don't think I'll be long this morning I just want to share a tool with you that has made all these things practical to me but 1 Thessalonians 5:16 to 18 in a way gives a practical handle on the more poetic Isaiah 26 3 because having your mind stayed on him you know it's the kind of thing you say when you when you know what you're talking about, but when you don't know what it means, you can't use words like that to tell people what to do. Um, it's like in uh, rugby when they say you should just run at the line and then like put a little dab through. Like, uh, all right, I'll, I'll run at what line? <laughs> and then what's a dab? But if you understand the... How a backline operates, then all of a sudden that makes sense. But here they give more instruction as to what that might look like. And it says, <clears throat> rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Ah, this is impossible. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. The will of God for us to fulfill completely is impossible. That's why Jesus had to die on a cross for us, Right? But this is what we're called to: rejoice always, so in good times and in bad times, in sickness and in health, in prosperity and adversity. Um, we will actually be conducting another Wendy, uh, Wendy. Wedding, in the next service. Um, the girl's name is not Wendy, but rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances now I'm sure most of you have lived long enough to have been through some circumstances that you cannot possibly imagine giving thanks in yet there is that way of brother Lawrence where you do and you see something that the natural eyes do not see and you live in a way that is not otherwise possible maybe one day when I'm 80 years old I would have this downed But for now, I'll talk about it, and I'll try my best. But this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. This is the will of God. Now, we know if we would do this will of God, we would have our minds always on Him, and we would be in perfect peace, which is His will. Isn't that a beautiful kingdom that He's invited us into? But for us to do this, we have to trust Him fully. Because the moment you walk out of this space and you forget to do that, it's when you say, oh, I need to take charge of things now. I need to do things now. And I'll spend time with, with God tonight, but I'm going to do stuff now. Which is not all bad, but it's definitely not all good. As He wants us to be with Him. And I think the scripture that you all know very well, that I didn't want to use is the first one, because then you might have not listened to the uh, the others. But I think this one summarizes all of this and works and helps us, leads us towards a, a helpful process. But Philippians 4, 6, and you can add 7 to that, but I didn't have enough sp- space on the slide because then I would have to make it so small that you can't see it. So then I just decided to um, not put it on the slide. Do not be anxious about anything but in everything <laughs> by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving so not uh, uh, only moaning but with thanksgiving and that's 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 faith that's saying saying god i already know that you're awesome while i'm asking you let your request be made known to god and then it says and there you all know this and the All right, some of you know it. But some of you are all too Western to just, you know, start uh, speaking out loud in a church service. But the, we know that the peace of God that surpasses knowledge or surpasses understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Should we do this? It brings the previous scriptures together um, as it tells us what to do we should pray we should be in thanksgiving we should hand it over to God and then what I've found incredibly helpful to get me into the into this space and this is recap eh? we've spoken about this a lot so for many of us this is recap but it's life giving for me and I hope it is for you also Philippians 4 verse 8 Finally, brothers, and this is my last scripture, so I was looking for one that starts with the word finally, so it could seem appropriate. Um, you used other ones that says therefore in the middle, where you used, you're still kind of going. You know? So finally, brothers, and I think this is the ESV, it's the word adelphoi, which refers to siblings, so many translations would say brothers and sisters, others just brothers, but it refers to siblings. Finally, siblings, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise. Paul is sitting where while writing Philippians? In jail. There was horrible jails. They didn't have human rights. Like now you have got TV and you, you moan when there's rats and stuff like that. They didn't, couldn't moan when there's rats. Okay? Um, if you want to ha- maybe have a um, taste of what it might have been like, you can um, read Heavenly Man. If you haven't read Heavenly Man, from that, that's, that's a bit too much. But read Heavenly Man and you might know what the jail in Philippi was like. And he says... I'm in the worst situation I can possibly imagine. I might die, and I might not die peacefully. And I say, whatever I could possibly find that is true and honorable, whatever is beautiful, let's use that word. I like to use that, that word. It helps me. Whatever is beautiful. Can I think of anything beautiful? Think about these things. That's what we are to think about. So, otherwise, we we go into these negative downward spirals where we fight with ourselves and others and God. Who of you regularly go into these negative spirals where you fight with yourself and others and God in your, in your head? Yeah, it's crazy. It's, I think it's demonic. Because it's exactly the opposite of Scripture where we should have upward spirals even when we are in jail and it seems to be spiraling out of control. All right, so as an introduction to the quick little two-minute exercise that I would like to be a, a tool that you can use at work, in life, wherever. I want you to take this, to remember it. It's very simple. You can even simplify it more. But I want you to take the tool that we're going to explain just now, the two-minute Eagle flight, and use it. It's life-giving to me. And a few other things that I wrote down very beautifully just now, but it's on the, next, it's on the notes of my next slide, so I'll read it when I get there. But smiling and breathing um, might seem a bit Capetonian. But um, I've found wrestling with God about these things that when I do smile when I'm in the dumps as I was yesterday and this morning, when I do smile, it's almost like a, it's almost, it's almost spiritual warfare. It feels impossible to smile. But then I smile in faith, knowing the goodness of god even though i don't feel it that's awesome you preach to your own to your own body the truth even though it doesn't feel true okay and when you breathe deeply you tell your body everything is okay and is everything okay it is because everything will be okay in the end. And if it's not, the end, if it's not okay, then it's not the end. Anyway, that's not, that's not a scripture. But everything is okay. And you can smile because of the victory and the goodness of God. Amen. This re- releases endorphins that prophesy to your body while you do these, these things. So what would I do? what is my two-minute eagle flight that takes me from one state of mind into a completely different one, one that helps us to apply Scripture practically, one that interrupts the course of my day and the, the pathway of my mind and infusing my soul with God, while being obedient to Scripture, while aligning with the kingdom of God, while destroying the work of the evil one. It brings healing to my soul and even my own body, Scripture says, and it opens my spiritual senses, making me soar like an eagle and glorifying God. In two minutes... I thought in a consumeristic Western culture, a two-minute tool might work better than a 90-minute quiet time plan. Um, but we'll get there. Next week, we'll do the three-minute Bible reading thing, and then we'll w- work it up. Next year, sometime, then we'll hit the mark. Joke. Um, so I like a specific playlist on, on Spotify. <laughs> it's called Calming... Uh, classics. Um, it works well when you've got guests over and you want them to behave and you put on calming classics. And you feel a bit more stately when you have it on. Um, and I also feel more regulated when it is on. So c- c- calming classics on uh, Spotify works well or anything else that you feel helps you. Um, either that or nature. Either that or the beach or whatever, but that's not always accessible within two minutes. You'll have to fly like an eagle to get there and back in two minutes. You can play the nature sounds on Spotify, Spotify, and um, if you have a high-resolution screen in front of you, you can put on some Amazon, like, jungle picture and look at it intensely. Anyway. I put on... Common classics, no jokes. And then I smile like an idiot. (laughs) And then I started to breathe deeply. And then already it feels different. And then when I do that I think I'm crazy, then I'm like, yeah, but Jesus won all of this, even though most of it is me. And then I keep the smile and I try to keep the let's call it light breathing. It's not always deep but just not rushed. But if it is is deep you can if you can keep it better. You keep that and I start the next step and I just start by saying, Thank you, Father. And I thank him for the way that he saved me. I thank you. For, I think of how my life was and how it is now. I think of the beautiful wife that he gave me, and that I fell in love with years before she would ever notice me, and he gave it to me. And the dream I have in my two has always been that. And the way that he led us into ministry, and the way that he has done so many miracles for us, and took us on so many trips, and Missions and holidays and things with him. And I start to just think of all the beautiful things I can possibly think of. You can continue for as long as you want. You don't have to stop after a minute. Whenever you run out, which could be a half an hour. But I smile when I think of all of that in the midst of whatever is going on. And then at the end of all that, I feel... I feel I've got incredible faith to now say to whatever this thing is that's in front of me or this thing that I've messed up or this thing that I need to deal with or the thing that I just, whatever the anxiety-provoking thing is, I feel after just doing that, quite a lot of, quite a lot of faith. Just hand that over to God who just did all that for, for me. And then I obey Scripture and I hand Him. I just hand it to him. That's all I do. I, say, I just name it, hand it, and I'm done. And I go back to work. And I'm in a different space. I just, I just obeyed scripture. I just met with, with God. I, I just infused my soul with his goodness. I, I just came against the works of the devil um, and brought peace to my soul, and I glorified God it's been very helpful and I want us to quickly do that I did a prep that um, deemed put on calming classics and I think some of you might also not appreciate that necessarily but I actually thought of putting calming classics on while I'm doing this whole sermon and then talking a bit slow, more slowly but also decided against that um, for Alice's sake she would have highlighted to me that some of those uh, composers that we're listening to were not were not godly men. And then, <clears throat> so I want us to quickly do this exercise. Nudia, you're welcome to do this exercise while you strum. Um, that's also possible. So no Dia's going to strum, and I won't look at you. You can smile and breathe without anyone looking at you. But I want you to really try to keep the smile, and I'll give you two and a half minutes just to get your mind around this. Um, And uh, smile and breathe, and then start to thank your Father for, and then after, whenever you're exhausted with that, just throw whatever is on your at the moment. There might be big anxieties. There might not be anxieties that big. Make them up. There are some. I'm sure there are. And hand them over. Is that clear and easy? I hope it could bring so much joy and peace to your day. Father, I pray, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would facilitate and counsel us as we just engage with you and your goodness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Nudea will lead us in a, a song as we close. You can keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Um, you can just sit peacefully. You can sing with whatever we're going to close with a song in God's presence.